Welcome to the CNL Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey guys, it's your boy Leighton back, back in action. And it's your boy Chris. I'm your boy this time. <laughs> and we got a great show and we hope you love it. So, Leighton, how you been? How's your week been in quarantine? Oh, I think I, I thought you would never ask. <laughs> week uh, the podcast. <laughs> week one million Welcome, in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it's the days are turning into weeks, turning okay. into months. I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. But besides that, you know, I'm working out, trying to trying to stay, you know, fit and fresh. In uh, Subway. I yeah. think that's their motto. But um, <laughs> I uh, I was actually cleaning around the house apartment and um. I, I was, this actually recently, I was like five, 10 minutes ago, I was pulling up my blinds Yeah. because I'm, I have like a nice view of some trees. So I like to look at them. Is this in your living room, bedroom and the garage? (laughs) Uh, In my basement. (laughs) (laughs) So I was pulling up these blinds and about halfway through as the blinds were going up, I froze because, and they're still there. Um, there are three bugs oh. on my window. <laughs> I was going to ask, you froze or the blinds froze? <laughs> no, I, I definitely froze. Oh, oh what, kind um, of, what kind of bugs are these that are I, just there? I want to say I want to say a weevil, but I don't know what a weevil looks like, so I can't call them a weevil. But they're not cockroaches. They're probably about the size of a quarter. I mean, that, that's but they're, kind of big, yeah. Yeah, and there's three of them. Mm-hmm. Um and Little they family exactly they're looking at me um and I have seen other of I've seen other kinds of oh, their kind of these bugs around my apartment like dead or on my wall <laughs> just chilling like and, hey yeah just <laughs> thanks for paying our but, rent <laughs> exactly yeah they're just freeloaders <laughs> but I think I think this was this actually. And they're still there, everyone who's listening. Like, I can see them. They haven't moved. I can't tell if they're dead. But I like I have a, a very strong paranoia of bugs. Like and especially cockroaches. Like Really? I just hate them. They're too they're so quick. I can't kill them. And I don't know about you, but don't you hate when you kill a cockroach? Because it's just a squish. It's like you're crunching like a um, yeah. like a sticky note, but it, it's a life. You're killing it right then and there. Oh uh, yeah, and the stuff comes out. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a it's like a ketchup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You squeeze it, you're like, oh my god, and it's it's like they don't want to go out. Like they, they, I wish they would just accept their fate, and they would see me. I mean, I'm if the rules were reversed, and I was my height, and someone equivalent, and I'm a cockroach size to someone else, yeah. they would be the size of like a skyscraper. Yeah, true, and yet they're still out there squirming around. <laughs> Oh, and man. if I if I saw someone the size of a skyscraper, I would just lay on the ground and accept my fate. I'd be like, "Your shoe could kill me instantly. I'm gonna take it." But no, they say, "Oh my god, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna freak out, and I'm gonna." I hate when they they run away and yeah. then they stop, as if like they don't know I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, they just. And then I, I don't know if you've ever killed a roach. Oh, oh I've Probably killed have. plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? My brother likes to. He likes. He's like an aerial attack guy, so he gets a big. Oh really? Lines it up and just drops the book. <laughs> oh really? I, I, Only you, thing is, usually I just step it's on my it. books. Oh. He uses my books. So, Great. So it's like, what's this like disgusting stuff on my book? Oh. And then I realize it. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it's a roach. 
part of a roach. Um, well, have you have you experienced? Have, do you have any experiences with the ones that fly? Oh my god, that those are my worst nightmare. I've encountered them probably like two or three times mm. in real life, countless times in my nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Why do bugs have to fly? I mean, I feel like I'm like I can control the situation. I can like triangulate where the bug's going to be next, but with flying, I can't. And so you're trying to hit a bug. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how frogs do it. They do it with their tongues. I mean, if I try to lick a cockroach so it's dead, I mean, oh, first man. of all, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna. That's there's so many diseases on a cockroach. But oh gosh, yeah. Wait, where are the bugs? <laughs> oh no, they're still there. They're still there. One moved. The other two are still there. Oh, oh I think, one I think moved. They're playing okay. my, I think they're playing my demise. What if while you're yeah, sleeping uh, they just come up and like go into your ear or something? Ooh. Ooh, I, I've heard stories about that. I, I've seen. I saw this thing it was like ridiculous, like earwax clean, and I watched it. And they're like, they zoomed in on someone's ear and they're cleaning it out. And then I noticed like a bunch of earwax and stuff. But then I see these wings, oh, and they remove this like huge like, bug out of the person's ear. Was it a bee? I think I seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was some weird bee thing. And I was like, how how did you let that even happen? Like, yeah. you don't hear a buzz? Like, oh, is my phone going? <laughs> yeah, it just constantly it, it, going. It's not on vibrate, but I hear... Uh, must be nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh. But anyways, long story short, I'm being held hostage by three little bugs, so... Um, and I can't find the other one, so... If... if Listeners, if I go quiet, I didn't make it, so just... Um, wish me luck, but... I would uh, I would uh, try and help you out, but with this quarantine, the stay-at-home order, I mean, all I can say is best of luck, good friend. Yeah, it's, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> this is the final episode. <laughs> yeah, episode five. What a way to go. <laughs> That's it, yeah, on an odd number. <laughs> I hate odd numbers, but anyways, how was your week? Wow, I'm glad you asked too. <laughs> Uh, you gotta do it you know it. yeah everyone's gotta know well i mean i've also been trying to to stay fit you know well i was doing so well before this whole quarantine i had lost already 20 pounds you know going doing well in the weights and now it's just been so difficult but i started back up it's been what like two and a half three weeks since i've really actually worked out and so i got my weights from the garage got my mat and I did this whole routine. And the funny thing is, I don't, the, the heaviest weight of weights I have is five pounds. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's it. Five pound, five pound weights. Is, is, is that your secret? It's like this one insane hack that got this guy shredded. And it's just you holding a five pound dumbbell. Oh, man. Maybe I'll, I'll make an Instagram account about it and become famous. <laughs> Yeah, five pound Chris. <laughs> five pound Chris. But yeah, so I, I'm I'm there in the living room, right? And I'm doing my little exercises with my five pound weights. I do my routine and at the end, I kid you not, I feel like I've run a marathon. I'm sweating. I'm cramping up. I go oh down God. to stretch and I can barely touch my toes and I'm like, what the heck? It's only been two weeks. So, you know, exercising has been tough. And that's about it, about, you know, what I've been doing weekly. But I do have something that isn't really related to me. You know Jennifer, right? Okay. Yes, I do. Yeah. So she's been doing some some of those TikTok video things for her. 
because she's a teacher for her class. Uh-huh. And, and I told you about this not too long ago, but one of her videos actually kind of, it, it got big. It got big, man. And by she's big- She's a superstar. She's a superstar. She's made it. I told her, don't forget about me. Don't forget about the little people when you make it. She said, I'll try. Can you believe that? She said, I'll try. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but one of her videos has, well, I, I think, do you remember how much I told you? How many views? I think last time you said it was like 15K, maybe, maybe more. I, I can't exactly remember. Yeah, some, I think that's right. Well, now she's at 24,000 views. What? <laughs> yeah, 24,000 views. And she has gotten some followers from it. And she, I was talking to her earlier today, and she told me that uh, that one of the other teachers she follow, follows on TikTok, who has 100,000 followers, just insane. Gave her a shout out on that one particular video that has 24,000 views. 24,000, that's like a college stadium. I know, that's what I'm trying to imagine that in, in, you know, in a perspective. And uh, like at the Dean Dome or something, I, I don't know, it's probably half of that. You know, it probably fits like 40,000 people. But I'm trying to imagine 24,000 people in there and 24,000 of them have seen this video. I don't know how the algorithm works. I don't know if one person can look at it 10 times and that counts, you know, but either way, 24,000 views, pretty damn impressive. So as someone, I don't have a TikTok, but Neither I, do I. I want 24,000 views. What, what did she do? What, what, what was her secret? Do you think it's, do you think it's just like a kind of like the perfect circumstance or do you think it could be replicated? Like what was the actual post? Her actual post was, Gosh, I hope I'm getting this right. But it was the one about uh, teachers during quarantine, I think. And oh, she had okay. posted a few prior to this. And, you know, she got, you know, a couple of views, but not 24,000. So I'm not exactly sure what it is that she did to to have this one blow up. You know, maybe she used a specific hashtag. I don't know if you can use hashtags on TikTok or maybe the title. We're so old. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh, we're so old. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm... 100,000 years old. I've been here since year five of the world, if you don't remember. Tic Tac. <laughs> I love those fruits. I love, the, love those candies. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but maybe consistency? I don't know. Either way, I hope I hope that happens with the podcast. Maybe one of these will blow up. Who knows? Hey, we're not, we're not TikTokers, but we do have a podcast in case you didn't know. Yeah. It's like you listen to it right now. It's you're in a this is a podcast. Welcome everybody. We're back. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But that's that's been a bad week. I, it's funny how her thing was more interesting than my week. But you know what time it is, right? It's time for some funny news. Oh, I know news. what time it is. <laughs> funny news. Funny news time. Here we go. My funny news for the week reads Woman discovers she is sole passenger on Washington Boston flight. So, okay, so it did she oversleep? Did she like <laughs> did everyone leave and she woke up and thought, "Wow, I'm the only person on this flight." I wish that would be the case. I wish that would happen normally cuz I would fall asleep all the time and just be like, you know. <laughs> but, you know, with this whole coronavirus and quarantine going on, a lot of people are at the, under the stay-at-home order or they just don't want to go out. So it turns out that she had to go. She she has a mother who's sick in a whole different state from where she lives. And she had to go visit her. And she was actually the only passenger on this whole flight. 
So if you were the only passenger on a flight, yeah. where would you sit? Oh, come on. I would sit in coach, of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. But everyone says coach, right? But what about <laughs> you? Okay. Think about it. Okay. Would... Economy. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're thinking, oh, okay. No seats. But you're, you're, you're playing checkers. I'm playing chess. Okay. You, you raise, you raise the arm bars. Yeah. Why horizontally? Hmm. It's like a couch. Uh, true. Well, you because the reason I want to go to coach, I, I don't want to be so like I don't, I don't want I don't want the flight attendants to be like, or you know if I if I start in coach and then I move to first class or they come at me and be like, listen, you're the only passenger here. You want to come to first class? And I'll be like, hell yeah. But if I'm already like you know if I'm already like I'm the only passenger here, I might as well just go. I don't I don't want to come off like that, you know. I'd rather start low oh, so, okay. and have them so, be like, come up here. We'll treat you right. And then I can oh, sprawl okay, so, out, like you said. I see. So you don't want to take advantage and just automatically sit there. Yeah. And then some people will argue, wow, I mean, you should take advantage. Why not? So, hmm. See, you, okay, so you're, now, you should, so you get on the flight. You say, thank you. I, I, I say, I can't wait for everyone else to get on this flight. You sit on the toilet. That's your seat. And then they knock on the door and say, sir, yes. <laughs> so I, I know the seatbelt sign is on. I, I was sitting down. Is everything okay? And they're like, um, yeah, no, no. Um, we saw that you're the only person on this flight. And you're like, what? No way. That what? That's crazy. And like, uh, we're really sorry you had to sit in the bathroom. Like, yeah. Like, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I know. And I'll, then they I'll... say, do you want to sit on the pilot's lap? You say, oh, wow. perfect. Do you want to be the pilot? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could be a pilot if it's on autopilot, you know? True. But yeah, well, so this lady was the only passenger on this. Uh, th- and th- this airplane carries 100 people, so it's it's a good size. Uh, and it turns out that actually they did what I was hoping would happen to me, which is the flight attendants came up to her and they just upgraded her to first class and she had the flight of her life. Could you imagine if they said, no, sorry, we're not going to give you. <laughs> it's just, you can. Yeah. Um, $20 for the extra leg room. You have a carry-on. That's another 50 Um Lunch is going to be an extra 100 so much. Yeah. That would suck. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, airlines, they're so nice. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. It's like they they cram you into sardines. I'm I'm predicting in ten years they're gonna lay us flat in like coffins. On a, <laughs> I kid you not. Oh man, that, that that's my bold prediction. But there's no way to see if that's correct. So and and they're gonna stack everyone on top of each other, squeeze exactly like sardines, people. and then and then they're gonna be like thank you, and then they open up the back like a dump truck, and we all slide out. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm uh, telling you, it's gonna it's that. Seats are gonna get smaller and smaller. They gotta, because the margins are so slim, like profit margins. They gotta make sure they can milk us of our cash. That's true. But now, I mean, now that you're saying the profit margins, this whole hundred person plane only took one person. Yeah, on at this that flight. point, why even? Why even? Like, if I was a pilot, I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, like, why am I even doing this? Yeah, go rent a car, lady. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm at, I'm on my break. <laughs> yeah, COVID nineteen, we can't fly. Restricted. Oh, jeez. Well, that that was that was a very good story. 
Yeah, and and also there's a, a video for anyone who wants to check it out. There's a video on UPI. Just uh, search that title that I said, and you'll see her, the lady, waving with the flight attendants, which is kind of kind of cool. Oh, I thought it was just Camille sitting on her seat by herself. <laughs> uh, no, she, I guess at this point she's uh yeah she's been upgraded to the first class, and yeah, now she's happy now. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, as happy as that story was, um, I have a story that is a little less happy and just a little bit more confusing. Um, are you are you ready? Oh, I've been ready since I was out of the womb. Exactly. Now, I I don't want to alarm um, our viewers. You know, I don't want them to, them to think, oh, is. You know, is mommy and daddy in a fight? No. Just because I'm not sharing a story with UPI today doesn't mean that UPI and I have a beef. It's just, you know, it, it we, we can see other people. It's fine. There's other news sources. There's plenty of fish out in the sea. So anyways, yeah. this is from Huffington Post. Oh, okay. So do you re- do you consider this a reliable source? I'm, I think... I'm going to say it's reliable. I think Amazon owns this. No, that's the Washington Press. Take it back. Okay. Or Washington Post. <laughs> okay, here we go. Florida man arrested twice in two days for impersonating a police officer. Wow. Okay. This is some quarantine now, stuff that's only in quarantine does it happen. Let me hear it. Also, it's a Florida man story, so only in Florida. Florida has some crazy people. Is that where know. the cow thing happened? I, th- I think it was, actually. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, Florida uh, has some crazy stuff going on down there, man. Well, listen to this. Florida man back in jail for impersonating a law enforcement officer just days after he was arrested for the exact same charge. <laughs> wow. He really is okay. bored. I see... Tr- now, some may see a troubled soul. I see someone who's an aspiring actor. Oh. He's trying to be a police officer. Hmm. You always think positive and- of people. I applaud you for that. <laughs> Um, and he's like, oh, I didn't get, the, oh, auditions came out and no one believed that I was a real police officer. I'll do it two days later. <laughs> so the the first time it happened, he flashed his law enforcement badge twice on March 11th to avoid paying a $2 toll. Oh my gosh. A $2 toll? Come on. Now, out of all the things you could get away with, yeah, being a police officer, I would not do it. A, a two, I mean, come on, because apparently on-duty officers are allowed to cross a toll free of charge. I mean, okay, fair enough, but it, it's two bucks. This guy, two bucks. He could have saved that first impersonation for a more special occasion, you know. Oh no! See, that was that was the most recent. The second oh, one, okay. or the original one, he was arrested at March 9th for shoplifting and pretending to be an officer while doing it. Okay, now that that I can see. Now that he used it really well. <laughs> but see, I don't think he understands cops' power. I don't think a cop could get away with stealing. Be like, oh, yeah, does he, <laughs> do you see these skinny jeans? I need them. Got to crack, crack a case. Does it, like, does, oh, okay, does it sure, say what he yeah, stole? No, it just said shoplifting. Oh. But the sheriff, the real sheriff, we hope... <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's him releasing a public statement from prison. This guy has clearly not learned his lesson and has no respect for the law. Man. Well, what's your thoughts about impersonating? I mean, obviously it's bad, but I don't know. What do you, what do you think about this story? What do you think? Why do you think he did that? Well, 
I think it's a power trip to be in charge. Everyone wants to be in power. Everyone wants that control. Like, I'm not going to name names, but I knew some, like, a couple of my friends, they had a car that l- looked like um, a Mustang. No, it was like a Dodge Charger. Yeah. It, it was whatever the undercover cops drive. Oh. You know, like, like oh, there's, that's not a cop car. Let me speed. And then the lights come on from within the car. Yeah, it's almost like undercover. It looks like a normal car, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what they did was they would park on the side of the road in that car, like, and they would put yellow vests on and hold, hold, do like finger guns. <laughs> oh no! At at the cars ahead, uh, just to freak them out. Yeah, just to freak them out, and every car slowed down because <laughs> like, holy shit, I don't uh... want to get caught for speeding. But yeah, I mean, they fortunately they didn't get caught, but at the same time, like, what are you, what are you doing, like? just messing around like that like the cops are always out there and like to to like try to you know try to get away get away from the law or to do something that you can't be like i see people speeding all the time like why do they feel like they're so confident and like i've done some crazy things on the road not intentionally but like i don't know like i'm actually thankful that the cops aren't always catching us because think like i had some like wacky things happen on the road what, what about you have, have you ever, ever had anything like that or anything that would, a cop would be like whoa oh man the whole time you were saying that i was laughing because yes i have had some crazy i mean yeah some dumb stuff and you know what? i'm gonna share it so this um this was in high school first story uh and and you know we we had just gotten our licenses usually i think i was yeah 16 my friend had just gotten his i had mine for a little while and he had just got in his very first car and he called me up he was like chris i just i just got my very first car man you want to go take it for a test run test drive and i was like heck yeah man pick me up in five and so he picked me up we drove around you know i got a look at the car it looked really cool and then you know we were like let's see how fast this thing can go <laughs> oh no chris. And, and, and now just let me let me give you a little information about the car so it's um uh, i don't know what year probably 2010 uh mazda mazda 3 this is a normal sedan very economic it's like a think of a honda accord type they're almost at that same level you know economic small car just a great first car right nothing special nothing fast no mustang no no charger but we were like let's see how fast this thing goes and so you know we weren't just going to do it out in the highway or out in the in the main streets. We were at yeah, least... Yeah, you do a, it through a school zone, right? No, okay. sorry. <laughs> wow, it's like, wow, you read my mind. <laughs> no, but we were like, Let, let's go to the back road. So so we went back there and we bit the hell out of this car. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I'm not going to give away the speed, but I'm going to say... You know, this was a, a, a normal forty-five, and uh, we were we were a little bit over, just a little bit. A little bit. I'm 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 picturing like fifty <laughs> over. Uh, so much so that there was a there's a little antenna, uh, you know, kind of you know what like uh, the shark fin ant- antennas on cars. Yeah. Well, this one was a little more old school. It was like a, a small little antenna that actually poked out. We were going. Uh, just a little bit above the speed limit to where, <laughs> to where that uh, that antenna actually the wind was so strong that it it was uh, flapping up against the windshield in the back, and we thought we we wrecked the car. We thought we broke something, 
but it was just we were we were going a little bit above the speed limit to where yeah, just a little just like a little five bit, over it just five uh to where that that antenna just was pushed far back enough to where it was just banging up against the windshield in the back and it was uh it was it was, it was fun it was fun got a really good test drive of that car did you get caught uh i've been in jail since i'm recording in jail right now <laughs> <laughs> oh no truth comes out he's a prisoner no no but I, I i didn't get i didn't get caught thankfully but like okay yes you didn't get caught but like you could have easily died like i'm sorry but like if there was a bump on the road if it was like like he could have like a deer could have popped out that that's the thing too that you mentioned because this was at night this was like at midnight Oh my! What? Yeah, this was at night, uh, and, and the back road. I mean, you know how back roads are, right? There, there's skinny roads that on the sides, all you got is you know a couple of trenches and trees and all all up in that. So you're very right. I I I, I could kill myself. <laughs> uh, I I almost like speaking about killing myself, <laughs> killing myself. But I had an incident. Okay, this this was recently. I was in October, yeah. late at night. Um, I was, it was like a back road similar to yours. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was driving, I was listening to the radio. Um, I wasn't on my phone or anything, but I just gotten a text. Yeah. And I I reached down to check my phone. I I wasn't going to text it. I was just wanting to see what happened. Yeah. And my brother and girlfriend were in the car. And as I leaned down, I hear them scream. Oh, well, what happened? And I look up, and there's a deer that had just was crossing the road. Oh, snap. And I had to slam the brakes as hard as I could. My mind, like, my mind was just, if it was going, like, so slow. And yeah. my heart was beating so fast. I slammed as fast as I could, and we barely missed hitting the deer. And I was like, Ooh. oh, my God. Like, I could have been in a terrible accident there. That's crazy. Oh, and it, man. I was just like, holy crap. Like, that was, I, like, if no one was else in that car and I had checked, yeah. I would have just plowed into a deer and I could have got really hurt or it could have been killed. Yeah. That's the worst. Uh, how big was the deer and did it just stay there in the middle of the road? I guess. Well, it was like, it was like, it was like the unfortunate situation where the deer tried to come out as I was driving by. Oh, so the deer was, was pretty going. Big deer. It was. It was like a male deer with the horns and everything. Oh wow! And they're going full and, speed. You're going normal speed. That they, yeah, that could yeah, be I mean, really fatal. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, I, I was. I was just like, oh my goodness! Thank goodness, no one got hurt. But that was. That was. That was a really scary, like near death experience. I can only imagine. That's why. I. I mean, I know I said that whole thing what happened at night for me. But, I mean, as I've gotten older, I don't really like driving too much at night just for that same reason because the deer are always up and about. And I think here, I don't know if it's just North Carolina, but there's a overpopulation of deer, man. There are so many. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they just love tomato. What's the deal? But they're just way too many. Yeah. No, ever, ever since that incident, I drive so carefully at night. Like, I'm always checking the corners. I'm like, I'm not going to be in an accident. Yeah, I got to use the high beams. Well, I do have another kind of near-death experience. Um, okay, let me hear it. Let me hear it. So this was 
I want to say 60. I don't know. I was still in high school and it, it's the same friend, same car. It's a, it's a car related one. Uh-oh. You know how I like my car related stories. <laughs> so it had, it had snowed uh, and the snow really fell down and, uh, and parts it started freezing in areas. And, you know, my friend again, I mean, I love this guy. He's a bad influence. Now that I'm telling these stories, people are going to think he's a bad influence, but no, he's great. He was like, uh, Chris, you want to go for a drive? You know, we can go and see if we can skid on ice or something. <laughs> you were like, please, no, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, I was like, uh, hell yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> and so, no. so we got in the car and we were like, where, where can we go and, uh, you know, take advantage of the snow? And we decided to go to this this parking lot. And um, so we're driving. We know where the parking lot is. So to, to get to the parking lot, you have to turn, you know, turn make a right and then it goes down. But when, before you make that right, like at the corner of that turn, inside, um, at that corner, there's this big ditch that's full of water, usually. Mm-hmm. And so... My friend, he was really, for some reason, he was, he, he couldn't wait until we got into the parking lot. He was just, he was like, you know what, I'm going to drift this right now, bro. And I was like, wait till we get to the parking lot. I was actually sane at that moment. But he uh-huh. just, he went for it. And he like, he put the metal to the, uh, put the whatever to the metal to the floor, however yep. the saying is. And so he floored it and he lost control of the car because we hit a patch of ice so, you know, we're, we're kind of gliding on the ice. And the worst part is that we're heading towards this ditch full of ice water. Oh, my God. That's like a horror movie. <laughs> it is. And and just like kind of you with your whole uh, deer thing, you know, you, everything slowed down. And, you know, it's like you've seen everything a, a second, you know, just really slow. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he, I'm, he's hitting the brakes. We're trying to slow down, but we're on this patch of ice and we can't control the car and the car is just going. And so there was, you know, before you get to that ditch of water, there's a tree and then there, there's the curve because there's a sidewalk, there's a tree and then there's the ditch. So we hit, uh, we're still on the patch of ice. We hit the curve, we go over the curve and we're going towards the tree, man. And we're about to go into this dang ditch. And then somehow... The car just stops right in front. <laughs> oh my god, that that is, I would have passed out in fear. Yeah, we just stop. The car stops, and we're just like, "Oh my god, we almost went into this ditch. We could have. I mean, we weren't gonna drown. It wasn't that deep, but uh, you know, it's ice water. It's it's still snowing. It's cold, and 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 that ditch is it's a pretty pretty down in, in 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 the hole and whatever so if his car had been in there uh, that thing would have been totaled man but yeah but yeah. like like that could have like you could have hit something you could have hit a tree at going at fast speed you could have hit another car yeah and you would think we learned our lesson right but so i hope so so we we you know the car stopped i got out I pushed it back and, and so that we can get back on the road. Because remember, we were kind of on the sidewalk heading towards this ditch. So we're mm-hmm. back on the road and we still went to the parking lot and did some donuts. And no. the same <laughs> thing happened in this parking lot. But there's light posts, you know, normal light posts at the parking lot. 
So the same thing happened, but we were about to ram into a freaking light post, man. But after that, we learned our lesson and then we just went home. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. This, 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 his friend's not a bad influence, but sounds oh, like he man. puts himself in not in the safest positions. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, God. All right. And, and then, but, I mean, we survived. We didn't do that ever again. His car survived. <laughs> we thought at one point, well, one, uh, that second part where we almost hit that light post, we hit this uh, little uh, curve, and his radio just cut out because you know we were we had the windows down. We we were playing some rock music. We were just doing some BS, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! I, I'm looking back, and I'm just thinking like, wow, I, I was an idiot. But yeah, his radio just cut off, and we were like, oh man, we we thought we messed something up. I don't know. We thought we we thought we messed a car up or something, but but we didn't. <laughs> oh my. Gee, that story gave me a heart attack. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Are you alive? <laughs> oh, barely, barely. But there was actually a time, and this is, I think, like probably the closest I've been to a near-death experience. Oh, wow. Um, Let me, uh, are you ready for it? I don't know, man. I don't know. Let me get my inhaler real quick. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm ready. Okay, so... It was senior year of high school. Yeah. We went to Myrtle Beach. Oh, I've been there. And we were at some amusement park. Yeah. I can't remember the exact details, but we were at an amusement park. Mm -hmm. And there was, it was like the beginning of the year. Um, and we were going on all the rides and stuff. And. It was getting late at night. Yeah. And but we're still going to get on the rides, and we did this ride that was bumper boats. Oh yeah, yeah. Those yeah. So it's like they're in the they're in the water, uh, and they shoot water at you, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a fun thing. Um, so we're all in there, and when it was me and three of my friends, and yeah. we were all we were all in there. It was very fun, um, and we were shooting each other with the water, and. What it ended up happening was I, the boats, I mean, they're not easy to maneuver, but I was actually stuck between, I was in a corner and I was trapped with like my other three friends just shooting me with water. Oh, wait, you were stuck. Some friends, right? You were no, stuck I'm, how? I'm, you know, what? You were stuck how? Like I was stuck in that. It was, it was like a pool. It was a corner. It was like a pool, like a square pool. Oh. And they, they were on the out they were like on the surrounding me in a corner i was back into a corner so i couldn't move yeah oh man so i mean i could i just didn't have, I, I couldn't escape it so i was just getting like soaked with this water right it was just like getting like oh my clothes were drenched and it, it got to a point where i just started laughing i was like you ever feel you ever do that where it's like this is insane like well it's like really windy outside or it's like something crazy happens you just laugh like what are the odds that this is happening to me right <laughs> yeah i know what you mean so i start laughing and i like I, I was having a whale time i was like this is this is so fun like sure they're getting up on me but it's just like i didn't even care i was just having a blast and yeah. i was laughing and as i was laughing the all three of the streams somehow went into my mouth <laughs> just perfect aim well yeah it, it, i can't remember if it was like all of them or at least like one of the two of the boats shot me with a lot of water and it went into my mouth 
Oh, wow. But I was laughing and stuff, so I couldn't swallow. It went directly down my throat. Oh, gosh. It's like one of those, you know, when you accidentally swallow an ice cube and you're like, I don't know what to do. Picture that, but instead of that, like a whole cup of water, maybe more, went down my throat. Gosh. So I'm laughing and I'm like, ha 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 ha. And I was like, right. And I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Oh, man. And at that point, I couldn't talk, but I, I started waving my hand. Like, I was like, cut it off. I was trying to, I was doing like an X. I was like, stop, stop, stop. I couldn't speak, but I was trying to signal it to stop. Yeah, yeah. And I stood up in the boat. At this point, my mind is racing because I can't breathe. Like, I am taking, like, it's amazing. Like, you don't really take, you take things for granted, like breathing, until you actually need to breathe, like, if your life depends on it. Yeah. And I was taking the biggest breath I've ever taken in my life. I was like, <gasps> but like, I couldn't get anything. So this is what it sounded like. <gasps> That's what it sounded like. Oh, man. Like that was literally what it sounded like. So I'm not going to do that noise again, but I kept <laughs> doing that. And I was trying to get as much air as I could. And that, that noise is what only thing I heard. Oh, and I, I was, I was getting right in the face. And at this point, my friends realized something's wrong. Cause at this point I'm like, like I'm stumbling, I'm really trying to breathe, and one of my friends he pushes me into the water. Fortunately, it wasn't deep, but it was like up to my stomach. Yeah. And he starts whacking me with his hand to try to get the water out. Oh wow! And like at the, the time, I was like, "It's not helping," and it really hurts. <laughs> oh, but man. like, I'm really trying to get the water out, and I'm like, at this point. You know, like I'm starting to lose oxygen and I'm really freaking out because I was like, I'm only, I'm only 18. I don't want to die. I'm trying to take as much air as I can and nothing, I can't, not, nothing is coming in. I haven't lived yet. I haven't touched any melons yet. Exactly. Exactly. I was, I was so young. And so at this point I'm freaking out. So I hop out of the pool. I managed to pull myself up onto the like actual pool out of the pool itself and yeah. then I just like tried to take the biggest breaths I could, and I've, like I'm able finally to get some air, and I'm able to cough up the water, and it was a lot of water. Man, that's crazy. And I was like, oh my goodness! And at this point, while I was trying to recover, everyone who was with me and near me, they went to call the police, they went to call the teachers, and I felt like. I felt out of like I, I was like oh my goodness what just happened, and then they had to put like the oxygen tank on me. They had to like get oxygen flowing through me, and like it was it was a nightmare. And I I kid you like during that moment I thought I was dying. Like it was so scary. It was just fear. It was panic. It was like I didn't even have you know like you know say those ten seconds where your life flashes in front of your eyes. I just couldn't even think. It was just this like fear that was consuming me. It, it was it was terrible. Yeah. Were you just kind of, kind of in a state of a state of shock, kind of, you know? Oh yeah, it was during and after as well. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my goodness, like, Man, so I like almost died. Did the yeah, you really did almost die? Because I, I what I it seems like happened is that the so much water just went into your airway, and then you couldn't. You were trying to breathe and also, you know, and trying to get out of the water and all that, trying to be physical, active to save yourself. And then, you know, you need the oxygen, you can't. And it just, you, there's almost nothing you could do. That must feel really frustrating, I, you know, I guess. I mean, it was, it was just like, 
I mean, that's that's how you drown. Like, yeah. and like I joke later that I drowned at a bumper boat thing, but I did. <laughs> like, yeah, I literally could not get a single breath of air in, and it was it was so terrifying. But how long do you think this uh, this whole episode lasted? If do you remember? It was about five minutes, but it was the longest five minutes of my life. I mean, that's a lot. That five minutes is a while to, uh, you know, be, be drowning. Well, like. I, I was getting the air. I was able to get little bits of air, but my body needed way more. Yeah. Did it feel and like it you was, were breathing through a straw, kind of? I was just about to say that, yeah. So I breathed through a straw, but water in the straw. It was terrible. Man, that's crazy. And so the EMS it, it, got there? or the? Yeah, they checked my vitals, everything. Yeah. It was crazy. I was I was just so fortunate afterwards. I just couldn't believe that that had happened, and I, I managed to survive it, you know? Yeah. Uh, were your parents there when, you know... No, 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 they weren't there. I, I had to call them and tell them. Oh, so you were just with your friends. Uh, yeah, I think you said that already. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was... I mean, Man. for me at least, it... And, like, I think about this often, but it just it just makes you realize that, like, we don't really have anything guaranteed in this life at all. Very true. Like, Very I could have died at 18... You could have died in those two incidences, but like I think, I I just feel like sometimes like we just take life for granted. Like how many people go to bed tonight thinking, I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow, or you know I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. I just think I think people assume it. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like the whole taking life for granted and stuff like that. Yeah, I I really agree with what you said about going to bed and not thinking about you know am I going to wake up tomorrow? We kind of just anticipate it. It's almost as if we somehow have some sort of guarantee that you're going to wake up tomorrow at the same time you usually do, you know, and, and, and that's not true. It's not, I mean, it's not certain. Uh, particularly, I think in terms, since we're talking about near death experience and, and health wise, I think we take a lot of our health for granted in that sense. Oh, yeah, no, like, just so this coronavirus, where it's like, those spring break people are like, I'm not going to get sick. And then, you know, 20 year olds are dying. Yeah. Well, I remember, and this happened when we were in in, at college. I don't know if you remember when I got the flu, but I was really sick. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, man, I gotta say that was, you know, I don't, I, I get colds and every now and then and stuff, just the normal stuff or allergies. But that time, man, that was the the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life in terms of sickness. Like, you know, just the flu. It was the, the fever was so high. The headache was pounding. My, every single muscle in my body hurt. I could barely move. Every sound that I heard was like listening to a, a high pitched frequency that just made your eardrums want to bleed. It was ridiculous. It was so painful every moment of it. And it's just the flu, you know, I can only imagine people going through, you know, chemotherapy or having to recover from a heart surgery or just having some sort of disease that, you know, causes you constant pain and prevents you from even getting up just to use the bathroom by yourself. I, I can't imagine how that much is. So that's why, uh, like, my health and, you know, and exercising and all that. I I try not to take that for granted, even just being able to go to the restroom on my own body's energy. Uh, just oh to yeah, simply no, one hundred percent. Because I can, I, I imagine just having to to need help to just go 
and take a leak or or to eat to chew food you know or people i mean who, like even you know? further like like think about people who are blind or people who are deaf like we take yeah. that for granted too like you wake up knowing you're gonna see things but like i was thinking about it, i was like if i i would go i couldn't i could not handle losing my eyesight like that'd be so difficult for me you know it's funny you bring that up because uh, i was this was a few months ago i was walking i was on the greenway with my brother and jennifer and and we were just talking and one of those I think I asked this question or someone asked me, one of them asked me, it was, what would you do if you lost your eyesight, if you got, if you became blind? And, and I started thinking about it and I was like, I mean, I already need glasses. <laughs> I'm almost halfway there. <laughs> but no, it's like, man, the eyesight, oh, man, it's, I told them and, you know, after I thought about it a little bit more, I took it back. But I told them in that instance, I was like, if I lose my eyesight, Honestly, I don't even know if I want to live. <laughs> I was that blunt about it. I didn't really well, yeah, consider no. it, you know. Just, but, yeah. but like, kind of going off of that, and you talked about this earlier, like, going through these terrible experiences. It's interesting because psychologists have found that, like, people who, like, um, concentration camp survivors from World War II, people who've been through the worst things imaginable, Mm -hmm. or had near-death experiences or have gone through you know cancer and stuff or anything like that or something that puts your life in danger their mental health actually improves oh wow because they're able to have perspective mm. um, and they're able to just have a profound like a whole new outlook and appreciation for things yeah and you know i think so many people i mean i think it is nice living in a like a first world country and things, but at the same time, I think we're focused on too many things. Like, you know, we're able to worry about Instagram likes. We're able to worry about you know how we look and stuff. But you know, I think, and I don't think everyone is happy, you know, in first world countries. But you look at people who are in third world countries who have less. I'm not saying they are better. Well, that they're well better or they're better off or anything, but their goals are way simpler. It's, I need food. I need this. I'm appreciated for anything else. And yeah. as a result, they tend to be more happy, you know, because when everything's given to you or you don't have harrowing experiences, like, I really think that's, that's what, cause I think life is, you know, it needs suffering. Like, you know, going to a gym, if you didn't have pain when you went there, it wouldn't feel nearly as good. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. you know, like, working out sucks but you feel good because you know after that pain you feel a sense of sense of accomplishment and perspective you know so yeah, yeah I, I, I just think i mean i don't i don't recommend people to go through hardships and stuff but i i i i think there needs to be a shift in perspective you know because taking things for granted uh -huh. i mean because when you lose those things i think you know the way how you described it is how people would react like i would rather be dead you know, yeah. than to not see or to not have things that I take for granted, you know, but to have that appreciate, like, appreciation of it, it's like, you know, I'm so glad I had the moments when I, were, when I was able to do this or I was able to do that, you know? Exactly. I think you hit it right. Uh, what is the head on the, the, the nail on the head? I always struggle with <laughs> these analogies. When you said that, um, that the hardships or even just the pain gives you perspective, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And uh, the last thing I'm going to share is, this is uh, kind of on my parents' side, is that, you know, they grew up in El Salvador, which is the third world country, or very poor, at least for the time being, for now, or it's been for a while. And 
you know, they grew up during the time where there was a, a civil war going on. And, you know, they have some crazy stories. But one of them that I, I remember all the time is that my uh, my dad, he lived out kind of in the farm. His grandma had a farm and a bunch of acres. But there was like the Civil War was between the government and the militia men, basically for freedom rights. And they would use these you know, out in the forest as their barricades and their trenches and stuff. So he was kind of living in between the whole war. And one of those nights, there was a big fight near where he, on his land or where he lived. And they were just shooting up a storm. I mean, it's like a war. It is a war zone, literally a war zone. And the thing that he had to do is grab his mattress like go underneath the bed and make a fort with his mattress because the bullets would literally come through the walls. And Oh my goodness. Yeah, and so, you know, and now, you know, we've, we've been here, I've been here basically all my life in, in, in the U.S. And, you know, one of the things they say that they don't take for granted is the safety, something that I feel like maybe, you know, I feel like the average American probably doesn't think about it, but just being able to go out in your neighborhood and go for a walk with your dog I feel like that's a privilege, you know, and and sometimes we just take that for granted. So some some of the hardships is sometimes needed to be able to get that perspective. And, you know, it, it's a good thing that I have my parents that I could live through their hardships to learn from that perspective. And I have my own personal ones that as we make more episodes, I'll share. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I agree 100 percent. And, you know, there will be. You know, one hardship you guys will not experience is a lack of episodes because we love doing this um, and, you know, we like creating this content. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, we hope you enjoyed this show. Um, you know, we've we, we, we put a lot of time into this and, you know, we, we hope you guys follow us on, you know, Twitter, Instagram. We're on practically every podcast thing imaginable. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Anyway, to wrap it up, do you have any recommend any recommendations for the week, Leton? Um, I'm gonna say, listen to some music. I haven't listened to music in a while, and I just turned on the radio, and it was really nice. It was, it was like, um, it was just, it was like, um, what's the song? Louis Armstrong. It was uh, over like the the Rainbow song. I forgot what it's called, but it was really good. And I I just haven't heard that like I see skies of blue or something. Oh, Anyways, okay. that's my recommendation. Listen to music, uh, especially jazz or anything like that. So it's like instrumental. That's some good stuff. What about you, Chris? Nice. I'm going to recommend actually a YouTuber. This is mostly for the people out there who love working on cars. Um, this guy, I'm sure you've heard of him. He has millions of subscribers, but in case you don't, if you ever have a simple problem you want to fix on your own and you don't feel like taking it to a shop and giving them an arm and a leg to fix it, I recommend looking at the YouTuber. His name is Chris Fix on YouTube. He'll hook you up. He has great tutorials on everything. I've used him a is lot. Is this you? <laughs> I didn't want to tell people I'm promoting myself. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, man. But yeah, he's, he's, he's really fantastic and gives you a lot of information that's free and that you can save a lot of money and learn a lot. But anyway, you want to wrap it up, Leighton? Leighton? I, it would be an honor, Chris. <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, we, we hope to keep making great stuff like this. And to sign us off, I've been Leighton. <laughs> and I've been Chrisin. And thank you for listening to the CNL Podcast. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>